Tonight's program is brought to you by the China Hockey Group. The CHG is a family-oriented group of ice hockey leagues, training programs, and community initiatives geared at developing ice hockey in Hong Kong and southern China. Established in 2011, the CHG is comprised of various programs for players of all levels. From the exceptional Junior Tigers program, the HKBN Idol League, the Learn to Play and Learn to Skate programs, all the way up to their adult leagues, which include the SCIHL, for those looking for a fun recreational experience, and the CIHL, which is the only elite full contact adult hockey league. If you're looking for some hockey equipment, or if you even need your skates sharpened, stop by the CHG showroom in Central, an exclusive reseller of Warrior and Power equipment. For more information about their programs, check out their website at ChinaHockeyGroup.com. That's ChinaHockeyGroup.com. Hey, hockey fans. Welcome to Across the Pond Hockey Talks. My special guest today is making her return to the show. Uh, we're just looking back. It was May 2020, the last time we spoke, and a whole lot has happened in her life since then. Uh, at the time, she was playing professional hockey in Shenzhen with the Vanka Rays. And uh, since then, she's played in the Olympics. She's won a world championship, and she signed a contract in the PHF, which is the North American Women's Professional Hockey League. Recently, an all-star. Please welcome back to the podcast, Miss Leah Lum. Leah, how you doing? This, <laughs> how you doing this morning? Doing well. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me back on. Yeah, I'm excited to talk to you. It's uh, it's been a while. Um, <laughs> it has been, and yes, like you said, a lot has happened. <laughs> a lot, a lot. Doesn't so the, feel that long though ago. No, I know. I mean, it's been good to keep in touch with you throughout your journey, and uh, I've been wanting to have you back since the Olympics, and it was such a special time, I know, for you and your life and your career, and we were just so excited. Like, I remember watching the games at whatever time of day it was. Actually, it wasn't bad, um, but uh, just getting excited watching you guys play, and it was such a yeah. really such a really cool journey that your team went on. Um, so let's yeah. get let's get right into that because uh, I think Sounds it's a great good. way to kick it off. You you were named to the Chinese Olympic team uh, and being hosted in Beijing. I mean, just an incredible ex experience and also a boat ton of pressure. Talk to me a little <laughs> bit about the journey and the process of being selected to play for Team China. Yeah, well, the journey started four years ago when I signed with KRS. Um, yeah. That was kind of the whole ultimate goal. Um, they said, you know, you might have a chance to play for the Olympics. And then every single year you're like, okay, like it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And then finally that September rolled around and I had a really good off season and got on the flight to Russia. Um, and that's when the whole season kind of just took off and it started becoming more real as each month went on. Yeah. And you're just playing the games. And that season was kind of a little bit different. Um, it started off with us playing the final games against UFA from the season right, prior because of, the of COVID. Or because of the COVID lockout. Right. Because yeah. of, yeah, because of COVID. So um, we had a team come to Russia quickly. And we had to play those final games without barely any practice and right. we ended up losing but um it was a super fun experience i got to meet so many new girls um mm -hmm. one of which is my roommate this year oh sweet <laughs> yeah um but yeah just from there and then 
we competed in the league as a national team, which was cool. Yeah. Um, and, and completely different from all the years previous. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was, that was super cool. And then, um, as we got closer and closer and closer, this was the first year I didn't even come home for Christmas. Oh gosh. Um, yeah. so yeah, we were told that we we're just going to go straight to China. Mm-hmm. Um, and do the quarantine and everything before going into the Olympic Village. So right when Christmas rolled around, we had a nice team Christmas uh, in the hotel and then the 27th pit and we were off to China. And that's when it was like, oh, my goodness. OK, really we're, we're going. Yeah, yeah, We're all looking at each other like it's really happening. Like we're yeah. going to China yeah. right now. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That's really um, cool. I mean, I we my wife and I remember watching the opening ceremonies and seeing you guys come in and then when, see, when seeing the first game and, and just the excitement around it and the build up yeah. towards ice hockey being, you know, hosted by China and whether or not the national teams, the men's team was going to even be able to compete. Right. What, how good was the women's team going to be? There was just so many question marks. And what was that feeling like for you walking into that arena? That the, just the first few steps, like going from the quarantine in China, just because of the rules and everything. And then, finally being free once as soon as we stepped foot in that olympic village we're all just like it took our breaths away honestly when we were like oh my goodness because um for me in the 2010 olympics and i was in grade eight i think Mm -hmm. at that time and just when i walk around at home and see the olympic village and stuff and then going to the beijing 2022 olympics and stepping foot in the olympic village and like wow i'm this is for me here this is yeah. for me yes, yeah. yeah you're just it's it's you just like it sends chills down your whole body and you're just absolutely you're walking around with everybody and you see all the other top athletes from all the different sports around you and it's mm-hmm. it was the most incredible feeling just going into that olympic village and you see your room and all the different buildings with the team flags up it so you know which building is for who and Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's so hard to explain. Yeah, I can only um, imagine. Just the, just the feeling you get, and yeah. it's like it's just the mo- like the most incredible thing that I've ever been a part of. Yeah, I, I mean, I've heard a few stories, some good, some bad, uh, some crazy, but um, <laughs> yeah. it, it can be a wild time there, and, and I'm sure oh, yeah. you um, you experience all sides of that. But just oh, to get yeah. to to get to the hockey. Um, yeah. I mean, what were the expectations like? What like inside the dressing room? What were you guys thinking was was going to happen? What what was your your team team expectations? Because the media and and everything yeah. else was so closed off about it, and just assumed there was a lot of pressure in there. Yeah, I think there was definitely a lot of pressure, but at the same time, I don't think we had as much pressure as all the other teams, just because this was yeah, we were hosting it and that's kind of how it, this all happened. But um, there was actually less pressure than I thought, or maybe we all thought mm-hmm. just based on, you know, you're here and you just got to do your job and do your best. And that's kind of what we did. And um, I don't know, it was, it's different. Like, especially just if you're team Canada, like you're, you're kind of expected yeah, to either win or at least make it to the gold medal game. But as, China, we were like, okay, like, all we got to do is just give it our best shot. Like, we know we're good hockey players. We have a good club. Yeah. Like, this could actually go really well. I know. It it almost did. It was so so close. So close. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, we were just like, listen, like, this is 
for the past four years, this is what the buildup was for. Yeah. And now we're here. So everybody just kind of take it in, live in the moment and yeah. just, you know, do our best. Cause we, we knew we were, we were confident in each other. Yeah. And honestly, we did have a pretty great showing. So you really did. I mean, you were such, <laughs> your guys' team was so impressive to watch. It was just such a hardworking team and honest team. Um, I can't remember her name right now, but the captain, um, she, she just, by way. yeah, she just wore her heart on her sleeve. She was such a pleasure to watch. And I mean, yeah, wa watching that first goal go in for team China, come on. It's, it was incredible. And even too, we, we, we knew that because of COVID, the arena wasn't going to be full. Yeah. Um, but there were definitely a lot more people in there than we thought there was yeah. going to be. So when, uh, when that first goal went in and, and the crowd actually like erupted, like yeah. it was insanity it was yeah so cool um but yeah like you said you by way and honestly all the chinese girls they for you know, this is their dream too of course um we're all yeah. kind of living like and seeing her and she would break down after every game just, yeah just being there especially when the japan game happened like all of them they're just like they would come up to us and be like thank you so much for help like this obviously it's one of their biggest rivals and yeah to win that game that was that meant so much to them so like seeing them yeah. they're getting teary-eyed we're all getting I know. Teary -eyed. it was really special it was an emotional roller coaster yeah. i can only imagine really special moment for the program for women's hockey in general and yeah and i mean putting asian women's hockey on the map for a lot of people because i mean to have the teams play at that level um you know, yeah. com competing with the North American teams and, and the European teams now is, is pretty special and pretty yeah. cool to be a part of. Oh yeah. 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 It was, it was awesome. And honestly too, like our first game against Czech, I mean, if we could have, you know, played that game over, I think a lot of us were gripping our sticks so tight mm -hmm. that first couple minutes. Like I was so nervous. I probably, yeah. as soon as I got the puck, I probably was like, so cheery. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, am I actually here right now? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that it, all the games were just so special to be a part of, and just you know being there, yeah, playing against the top athletes of every country was just a moment so, that I'll never forget. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, an experience I'll yeah. never forget. Maybe you'll get to do it again someday. Oh. Who knows? Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, that's the goal. <laughs> that's the goal always. So, um, I mean, overall Olympic experience. Can you sum it up, or is there a, a special moment, or maybe oh, a, a, maybe a funny story or two? um honestly it, it'd probably be impossible to some try and sum up that whole experience but um i would say probably one of my favorite memories is um the opening ceremonies i know as a kid and with my parents at home every time the olympics are on i for some reason i'm, I'm always tuned in to the opening ceremonies and watching everybody walk out of the tunnel and seeing all the country's flags um so mm -hmm. to be on the other side of things and as we walked in, you walk down the tunnel, you walk down the stairs, people are almost tripping because you're just like looking up and you don't even realize there's stairs below. You're like, oh, right. my God. yeah. And then you look up and it's just like the massive Olympic rings and the bird's nest. And mm -hmm. it was actually pretty full, too. And then the China flag shows up on the screen and you're just like, oh, my goodness. Mm. Wow. Like you look around and you're taking it in. You're like, that's when it kind of hit you too you're just like i'm here right now too yeah oh it was that that moment was really surreal for me just because i'm i'm always watching on tv awesome. um funny story though so after yeah. that there's obviously the pin exchanges mm -hmm. 
Um, and after the ceremony, a group of us were walking out. Um, they were texting us like, okay, meet back at the bus. We're like, okay, we're gonna go meet back at the bus and we're trading pins with each other. We go back outside and we start walking in between buses to go towards our bus. And you know, when you're walking by Team USA or Team Canada, you just, you can tell the outfits, they're, they're so decked out. Yeah, yeah. Um, so these two people from Team USA start walking towards us and they're pretty far right now. We're like, hey, and all of a sudden, like I, for some reason, like I look at um, a couple of my teammates, I'm just like, what if that's Sean White? And so we keep walking, we keep walking. They walk by us. It was Sean. It was no Sean White. Way. And then, so he walks by us. We walk by them. The moment of realization that you're, you're looking and we look at each other like, that was Sean White. So we yeah. turn around. We're like, hey, Sean, like, can we get a picture with you? You want to trade pins? Or He's like, yeah, absolutely. Like, no problem. And I didn't, obviously, I didn't know like that. He, he was literally probably like the same height as me. I'm like, oh, my yeah. God, this guy is so, like, he's such a cool human being, too. I'm like, yeah. so I actually have a pin, a USA snowboarding pin from Sean White that awesome. I will be keeping forever. And whenever I show people my lanyard with all the yep. pins, I'm like, yeah, this one is from Sean White. <laughs> yeah, the goat, the goat Sean White. That's incredible. Yeah, and that was his last Olympics, too. That's so right. That, I know. Uh, were there any other that athletes cool that you moment. met that you were like, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm standing beside them right um, now? A couple of the girls saw uh, Mark McMorris. Yeah. Canadian Canadian snowboard legend. Yes. Yeah. Um, I never ran into him. But for me as a hockey player, I think whenever I run into, you know, Mary Philippe Poulin. Yeah. Um, I think I, I snapped a picture with her. That was pretty cool for me. And um, just the hockey world so small. So I, mm-hmm. I, I feel like she, she knows who I am. So just got into a little bit of conversation with her, but for me, that's like, oh my God, like, yeah, absolutely. Um, just for the hockey parts of things. I'm like, that's someone I look up to and, and whatever. So the fact that she, you know, took time out of her day to have a little chat with me, that was super cool. Um, but no, didn't run into anyone else of elite status. Yeah. <laughs> well, I <laughs> but, mean, um, was yeah. there was there any uh was there anything else that happened there that you that might have surprised you or like anything about the village that maybe would have shocked you a little bit something like the amount of um, food that was there or I've heard some, no, some pretty I good think, stories uh, <laughs> yeah the, I mean the dining hall I've heard different stories too from different yeah, countries but yeah I think for us it was it was completely different just because we were in quarantine for so long all right and we were right. getting we were getting you know food brought to our door in plastic bags for a whole month pretty much so we were like the freedom of just going to the dining hall and picking out your own food even if it was subpar we were like this is amazing so we enjoyed the food but I've heard stories um but no I think a lot of us ended up being pretty much going running on uh KFC and Pizza Hut (laughs) that was that was one of the main sponsors too down down in the of course uh, in the little uh hall area so yeah if no one wanted to eat uh eat the dining hall food like all right we're going to pizza yeah and for those of you back those of you back in north america they're probably the top besides mcdonald's the top two most popular (laughs) fast food restaurants in asia i all of us just joke about like yeah let's get a combo a like even back in north america we're like combo a's (laughs) oh i'll never forget a combo a yeah well (laughs) but uh no, nothing. I think, you know, Beijing did a very, they did a very good job of 
making it as normal as possible yeah. with the circumstances they were in, especially it being in China and how strict they were with COVID. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've heard stories of people getting COVID and, you know, they're getting food brought to their doors and it just being like rock saw. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. The burgers and stuff. <laughs> A lot of horror stories. But thankfully that didn't happen to any of us. Um, but yeah, just uh, one story is, I guess you had to get COVID tested every day. Yeah. You had to get a swab and you know once games started i don't even know if i should be saying this but yeah once games started um we we're like okay let's be a little bit strategic here just in case so like if we had we had the seven o'clock games every time just from being the home the host country mm -hmm. um so we're like okay you have to be tested before 11 o'clock each night if our game's at seven we'll be back by 9 30 10 we have an hour window to get to tested. get your test so in yeah every time we'll test after the game just in, like you don't want to test before and then yeah test positive miraculously it'll be positive and then you can't play the game so like okay everyone just test after there's a group of us we'd always do it we just just rather that's funny do that be able to play the game and then and then get tested after so weren't that there was some little... issues with that there were a couple teams that have players test positive like in the middle of a game they get called off the ice didn't that happen uh, I, I never heard a story about that, but I know the oh. the Russian team got hit pretty hard, and then oh, that's what it was. was. It was the Russian team, yeah. Controversy with them in Canada not wanting to play the game. That's They're what not it was. Wear mask or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of masks, we so, get to, we get to take ours off tomorrow in Hong Kong for the first time. Oh man, I was gonna yeah. ask you how uh, how has it been over there? It's, I mean, life goes on for like it didn't really affect our lives all yeah. that much we wore masks right we wore we did rat tests for work or for events yeah. or to play music or whatever it was but everything's fully functioning we just couldn't travel and now the travel's yeah. open and the mat like things are back to normal or getting back to normal that's awesome say. yeah yeah I, the mask slowly, is a big slowly thing. but surely yeah <laughs> take like we've been wearing masks for way too long Oh, I bet. Especially I've had, over there. I mean. I've had students for two years. I don't know what they look like. Oh. <laughs> like, honestly, I just, I've only ever seen them with a mask on. Yeah. But anyway. Oh, that's let, crazy. Yeah, it's been pretty good that, that things are changing. Um, and yeah, uh, so the Olympics, obviously, congratulations. It went off without a hitch. Uh, you guys did incredible. Um, it was a really fun yeah, to watch thanks. you and uh, keep in touch with you during that time. It was really, really exciting. Um, so yeah. af after that, uh, you guys went on um, to basically dominate the world championships, women's 1B division. <laughs> um yeah yourself included you got 15 points in five games uh you guys went five and oh um tell me a little bit about that tournament and was that kind of like you know the olympics was kind of a springboard to that success or was that success coming no matter what um i think it was a little bit of both i think again we knew that we had a pretty good team uh -huh. um and that the other teams that we were facing i don't, I don't know we didn't really have much uh knowledge or whatever and we we're yeah. gonna go to poland and play some hockey we we're like okay yeah. um which is also one of the coolest countries i've ever been to we yeah. got to tour around a little bit and you know go see all the um at the one place it took my breath away as well we, we actually went to go visit auschwitz oh wow so that that was very heavy oh uh, i can um, imagine very very hard to explain but yep a very cool experience to see with mm -hmm. your own eyes and just the history and and yeah. all that and just it really 
grounds you hundred percent into you know don't take anything for granted in life yes. and it's like yeah. oh that was very eye-opening for all of us that went there um yeah. but yeah the hockey I think the Olympics definitely sprung us into you know having confidence in, in our team and, and whatnot we didn't have everybody with us from the Olympics but mm-hmm. um yeah we still had a really good showing and we had a lot of fun um you know we had uh Clayton ended up coaching us that tournament but yeah I don't know we were just there we were having fun and you know, we, we had a bit job mm-hmm. right, business to do. So yeah. we took care of it pretty good. So yeah, um, you obviously, yeah. Do, you guys dominated. What does that do? What does that do for team China? Like in the standings or in the world rankings? What, what's next for them? Um. So yeah, you said that was group. That was one B, I believe. One B. So I think we're in one A, mm-hmm. which is still a couple below the top. Right. Um. Yeah, it's, I was actually supposed to be in Shenzhen this year in April or yeah, April. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they're in the midst of talks right now. Just uh, it might be postponed just because of COVID or, or whatever. But no, it, it definitely for China, I think it, it's another huge step. Um, mm-hmm. Just the fact that we had such a good showing, too. Yeah, um, it really elevates just, you know, that hockey China is is here to compete. Yeah, it's and, amazing. and that's that. the main message pretty much so. When we're not talking about hockey on Across the Pond, we're usually listening to music. And after the number of hours our headphones spend on our sweaty ear holes, they usually need a little bit of TLC. Luckily, our buddy Brandon from Accessory House Global is there to help. If you're in need of replacement cables, ear pads, or heck, even a brand new carrying case, this is the one-stop shop you need to visit. Check them out on Instagram at TheRealAHG or visit their website at AccessoryHouseGlobal.com. You can even get a 20% discount on your first purchase by typing in ATP20. Tell them across the pond sent you. So you guys went there, you dominate the world championships. Were you all the time, did you have an idea you were going to be making the move to North America to play in the PHF? Or did that opportunity just come after your success? Uh, no, not really, honestly. Um, after the Olympics. Um, I honestly didn't even want to think about hockey for a little bit. And then worlds came around and they're like, okay, we're going to have a camp in Vancouver. It's like perfect. My hometown didn't really have Mm -hmm. to go anywhere. And then went to worlds, had a super, super great time, Mm -hmm. um, with everybody and just visited that country and then went back home. And, um, I actually decided to, cause the WHL was still going on in Russia, Yep. but also all the other events were also happening within the whole country mm-hmm. um and I was just I don't know I I made a personal decision to not go back and finish the season yeah um and so I went home and I honestly just put hung my gear up didn't think about hockey didn't want to do anything remotely around hockey for a little bit just wanted to you know do everything but the yeah. sport right um and kind of just I don't know I just I felt like I hit my goal of going to the Olympics and, you know, winning the world championship in that division. Um, And I was like, okay, I need to just live my own life, need a break. Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. Just, you know, do everything, just hang with my dog, go on walks with my dog, go on walks with my family, just hang out with everybody. Because the life the past uh, eight months was so taxing. Yeah, I can Um, imagine. 
Yeah. Yeah. And so a break was much needed and and everything. And then after a few months went by, I was like, all right, my friends are putting a beer league together. I'm like, let's play. Mm -hmm. It's it's with all my high school friends. I haven't played with them in so long. Like Mm -hmm. this is just for fun now. Strictly fun. Yeah. Being back with all my all my well, my best friends all on the same team. Like what could what more could you ask for? So yeah. Um I spent the whole summer just training um hanging out with family friends and my dog and playing beer league <laughs> nice well yeah I, I did not think um about what I was going to do until probably late May June which is honestly very late mm-hmm. um and then I it started to really come around I'm like okay I should probably figure out what my life is going to be mm-hmm. um and uh, I knew a couple of people in Toronto. I knew uh, I played with Elaine, played with Emma Woods. Mm-hmm. I knew Shy. Um, I knew Mick was going to come back here. Um, and then obviously everyone on the team you either played against, played with, or just know of. That's how small the hockey world is. Right. Um, and so I hopped on the call with Elaine and she was just selling. <laughs> <laughs> the girl was just yeah. selling the team. And I was like, okay, hey, listen, I that's great. It sounds like an amazing opportunity. Um, but I was also still under contract with, uh, Kara, so I couldn't right. really do much. Um, but I, I just wanted to keep options open and I'm, I was happy to hop on a call with Elaine and just, you know, get her perspective of things and whatnot. And then, um, August rolled around and I was, my contract had finally ended and I was in talks with the GM from KRS and and the coaches and everything and I said I'm gonna make a personal decision like this has nothing to do with KRS or or the national team like I still want to yeah. be a part of it um I just want to make a personal decision and do something for me this time and yeah. and so I signed with the Toronto Six and honestly I, I couldn't have been happier it's been an amazing transition I've absolutely loved it so far that's awesome. And just to go back, yeah. touch on what, just to touch on what you just said, does it, do you think it's going to affect your status with the Chinese national team or is there still going to be positive relationship um, there? No, I've tried to keep uh, communication open. Um, yeah. I told them to just want just open communication. Let me know uh, if there's anything. And obviously I said, I still want to be a part of all the competitions that they're going to go into. Mm-hmm. Worlds was the one coming up and um, yeah, so no, I don't, I don't think it will. And as long as I, you know, we keep that communication going and, you know, good, good, good. So, keep that going. Yeah. Keep that going. Yeah. Um, so back to your team in the Toronto six, you guys, um, Sammy Joe small president, former Canadian Olympian. I'm seeing some pretty big names in your guys program. Um, tell me a little bit about it. Obviously this is a new league. A lot of people don't know about the PHF, um, it's right now it's, it's the top professional women's league in North America yeah. at the moment. Um, so tell me a little bit about it. Tell me about the organization and, uh, the Toronto six. Yeah. The Toronto six, I think this is their third season, I believe, um, in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's some girls on the team who have been here from the start who have, you know, brought up this, this, this program. So it's yeah. kind of cool to have hopped in here and, and, kind of join them and help build the organization um yeah we're based uh we play out of canline york mm-hmm. so just north of north of the city um oh pretty pretty nice setup um yeah we have 
a great honestly this is we have a great group of girls this year it's probably one of the most teams that teams i've ever been on yeah um in, in a long long time and, and it's awesome that you have such a tight when you have a, such a tight-knit group both on and off the ice it's it's so rare to have right um that type of chemistry mm-hmm. um but yeah the organization is going i mean the whole league is going in the right direction um and it's just going to keep building and building um and especially with the salary cap increase um i think it's it's going in a very positive direction that's good um especially for a woman's professional sport um Mm -hmm. hopefully and i think that was a huge key too i think coming back to north america um having to build build my own brand back over here where it'd probably be a little bit more known compared to being overseas um i think that's what i just wanted to do too and i knew that toronto Mm -hmm. you just say toronto and you just think of how big the hockey hub is here of course yeah of course (laughs) and i mean uh, you mentioned some of your former some players that you played with before had you played with uh britney yeah you mentioned emma woods um some pretty high-end talent yeah absolutely yeah no i haven't played with uh howard but i've literally played against all of them whether yeah. that was At with KRS and they were they were on Toronto Furies yeah um and they travel back and forth too from China and North America so okay. I've I think I've played against everybody on on this team which is mm-hmm. kind of cool now that we're all on the yeah. same team um yeah yeah I know it's it's awesome and then yeah just coming to play for Toronto and how again how big of a hockey city this this is or yep. I guess uh province um there's it's just hockey 24 7 it's awesome well your team Um, your team is is on a little bit of a heater you guys only have a couple (laughs) games left in the season and you're absolutely dominating yeah absolutely I think we knew from the first practice we're like we knew we had we had a pretty good team we have a lot of depth up Mm -hmm. front um so and we knew it was it was it was going to be a fun season no matter what just Mm -hmm. with the group that we have um we're all so close. We were all so close literally from the first couple of weeks, which again, is just so rare having everybody on board. Everyone has so much fun together. Um, so yeah, we are, uh, we have two more games left against Boston. That's going to be probably one of the most fun series mm-hmm. um, to end off on uh, just for the regular season. And I have uh, my aunt and my uncle will be out here as well to watch me. Sweet. My my uncle's a huge huge fan. He watches all the games when he's at home, so oh, I'm excited good. for them to be out here. Awesome! So you got a couple of games left in the season, and um, so it's a seven team league. Uh, it looks yeah. like yeah, you guys in Boston seem to be the top two teams. Uh, what's the structure of the league for when, as far as playoffs? Um, right now, uh, so after the regular season, the weekend after, uh, I think it's middle of March. It'll be top four teams playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, one and four versus, and then two and three, mm-hmm. um, and it'll be a three game best of three game series, and then the championship game will be the next following weekend, um, and it's going to be a one game, one game takes all. But they haven't wow. announced the location yet. Okay. So be on the look, be on the lookout for that. I think uh, cool. it should be coming out soon, which will be yeah, it's going to be a cent- I guess a, a central location. All the, both teams are going to fly to it and mm-hmm. it'll be kind of cool. 
Awesome. I'm one, one game winner take all. That's it. That's I mean, yeah, it's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah, that's a good word to explain it because I don't know if Definitely, it's a, I don't know yeah. how I feel about that to be honest. Is, is that yeah, going to be it's, it's exciting? It it is exciting. You know, I have to leave everything on the line, but Exactly. Yeah. Everyone knows that the game of hockey can go in every which direction. Yeah. Um, one bad you break, know, if, bad bounce. It's yeah, if the hockey, I mean, if the hockey gods aren't on your on your team that team that yeah. game. It's it's it can go completely array. So yeah, yeah, one game is definitely interesting. But I mean, then again, it just makes the stakes so much higher. Yeah, for that I mean, one game. That's what I'm thinking. It'll be a really exciting game to see. I'm sure it'll be televised. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. So the daily grind. What's the uh, and and also the level of the league? If you were to compare the uh, WHL, yeah. which is the women's professional league here, uh, the Russian professional league, um, how would you compare the level of hockey with the PHF? Um, I would say the PHF is definitely a lot faster. I think I noticed that right off the bat mm-hmm. um, when I played my first game. Um, our home ice actually is an Olympic size sheet, so it's a little bit bigger than all the other teams that we play um so there's definitely a lot more space when we play at yeah. home but when we go to an nhl size rink i it's the speed is just a, a lot quicker you definitely have to make decisions a lot faster and, and whatnot yeah. but um whereas in the whl i think i feel like a lot of european countries definitely harp on you know possession of the puck and and it's more of a it's still gritty and 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 tough and but like i think the russians definitely like to finesse there's more finesse in, yeah, in their, different in their style. style of play and it's yeah. it's a stereotype which, which but is, it's still true <laughs> it yeah um which is not a problem i mean no it's, it's not different. a problem you, you it's have, just different you yeah. just have to yeah and then you just have to adapt your game to it so yeah um but yeah it's definitely a lot faster and, and uh, the decision making is a lot quicker yeah, but uh, yeah, I like it. It's still physical, and you know, it's it's fun, and it's fun uh, coming back. And I have friends on pretty much every team that's here, so being able to play against all of them again is, is has been super fun. That's sweet. So it's uh, it's a shorter season, twenty four games. Um, yeah. What's yeah. Uh, what's the daily gr- or the weekly grind? What's your what's your schedule like? Yeah. So for us, it's uh, practice Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And then all the games this year, depending on your schedule. For us, it's every Saturday, Sunday is a game. Okay. Um, so yeah, just Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday practice. Um, usually I'll I'll either take the train, mm-hmm. super convenient, especially with Toronto traffic. I actually love the train. Yeah, yeah. You'd want to avoid that traffic. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so yeah, I'll take the train up. Um, we'll have workout and we'll hop on the ice and do our meetings and then back uh back into the city with uh my roommate Michaela Cava who um will end up driving me back in or or I'll hop in with Brooke who uh, lives across the street from us. If you're complaining um, if you're complaining about traffic as someone who lived in China then you know it's bad. Oh, I know. I'm like you <laughs> you guys don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> but compared to Vancouver I'm like okay, this is insane. This is nuts. Yeah. Yeah. So your your uh, your schedule is a little lighter. Um, how many people have other jobs, and are people are you guys able to make a living? Um, yeah, I think a good chunk chunk of the girls have other jobs um, this year. But um, personally, for me, I just wanted to focus on hockey and and, and life mm-hmm. in general. I guess so. I didn't want to have another job. Um, yeah. So 
I'm kind of just like living life right now, I guess you mm-hmm. could say. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. But yeah, for, oh, absolutely. But yeah. Um, for, yeah, for the other girls that were, honestly, it, you have to give a lot of respect to, to those girls. Um, you know, it's basically like having two jobs and they make yeah. it work. Yeah. Um, and then, like, again, uh, like I said before, with the salary increase, we're going to hope that people with jobs it'll it'll slowly decrease yeah. and that everybody can kind of just focus in on hockey and yeah that that's be their main that's priority. gotta go and you guys need to you deserve yeah to be paid fairly and i mean i really hope that happens sooner than later because it's uh absolutely it's, it's, I mean, it's time yeah I, yeah and again it, it's going in the right direction i yeah. think each year is just going to be a more positive increase in in, in that and you know i'm excited to see where it goes in a couple of years, especially for generations to come, they wouldn't even have to think about it. Um, especially coming out of college or, or whatnot. And they're just going to be like, I'm going to be a professional hockey player, yeah. which is going to be so cool. Yeah. And then like, that's going to be their dream and it's going to yeah. be exactly what it is. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's going to be awesome. And I'm, I'm excited that I'm here and I can be a part of the change and, and the positive um, growing of the sport. Good for you. Wheelhub Asia is committed to building community and bringing accessibility to inline hockey players in Southeast Asia. They've just started a new program called Three Inline, which is Hong Kong's first three-on-three inline hockey league. Wheelhub Asia stands for professionalism and collaboration. For inline hockey players, by inline hockey players. For all your inline hockey needs, head to their website at wheelhubasia.com. I'm not going to keep you too long. I know it's pretty early morning for you. Um, all but, good, uh, all the time. <laughs> but um, I do want to. I want to touch on the most recent events in your life, which was the All Star Experience. Um, yeah. Tell me a little bit about that. It looked like you were having quite a bit of fun out there. It oh, fun is an understatement. That yeah. that was a very fun fun weekend um and the fact that it was in toronto at the yeah. madame which is the old maple leaf garden mm-hmm. um was super cool and a really cool venue to play in um and that's where our playoffs are going to be actually oh sweet yeah so that's going to be also really cool um but yeah so there are three teams uh team usa team canada and team world and i got yeah. put on team world which is mm-hmm. awesome yeah um and i got to meet all teammates and we're all from different countries and and that was super cool Mm-hmm. um but yeah so during i'll get to the celebration i'm yeah, sure you've I, seen I'm, that all over i the saw the sally i'm I'm interested <laughs> well I, I have it written down it's in my phone right here it's coming oh yeah um you scored a beauty so, yeah. goal by the way so it deserved a sally. thank you yeah thank you um no during we had a we had a morning skate before the actual um event and I don't even know during one of the drills I saw one of the Czech girls she's she puts her stick on her head and then two or three of the other girls started doing it and then we go up to them we're like what is that like what are you guys doing and uh, I guess it's just to kind of lighten the mood if someone does something funny or like trips over the blue line like just something that is unorthodox in hockey or whatever okay or like whiffs whiffs on a shot right just kind of a little dig yeah and it's it just in a fun i guess way. to light lighten the mood or just have have fun with it they all yeah. just put their sticks on their head is what one of the girls said so i'm like okay and in our group chat before the game we're like let's make this our celebration but everyone's got to do it oh yeah the people on the bench and the people on the ice yeah and we're like 
okay, that could be kind of fun. Yeah. And so I guess, yeah, I was the first person to score the goal. And, and then the first thing that pops into my head, I'm like, oh my God, let's go. Gotta do it. And so the stick just goes up and I saw <laughs> Fanny, Fanny do it right behind me. And, yeah. and then we were going to the bench and everyone's doing it. Oh, it was just so much fun. We're like, that's something to kind of get the crowd into it too. Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, I think, I think we were definitely the favorites to hopefully win that tournament, but we ended up falling short to Team Canada. But yeah. I will say one cool thing about from that experience is um, we got a text message the next weekend um, in our group in our world team group chat, and uh, it was a youth team somewhere around the GTA, and a, a youth girls team. They had scored and they had done the selly. Oh, sweet. and it's like it, we were capture capture like capturing eyes all over the world pretty much it's yeah. like oh that is so cool that other like little girls now are now doing this and that is I, awesome I don't know, it's kind of like a feel-good moment that uh, absolutely i yeah. mean and people if, if you want to go back and watch the all the highlights are on youtube you can watch each each game each three-on-three game uh which yeah, is pretty it was, cool it was a fun yeah, it was a, definitely a fun little event, good setup, just to, small little games and the energy and everything was really cool. Yeah, so you mentioned uh, a lot of eyes on you and a lot of young young ladies watching you guys play hockey. Um, I've got a niece who's, uh, who's quite a, a good little hockey player. Her name's Bria, and um, she's playing in uh, just outside of St. John's, Newfoundland for an, a U11 boys team, and she's the only girl on the team. Uh, she's having a great season. Her team just won a tournament in Montreal. Um, I just wanted to get your uh, advice, basically. What would you What would you say to someone who's she's about to turn ten uh, in her situation? Oh, that's and, awesome. Yeah. Well, happy happy early birthday, first of all. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think that's amazing for her to be able to do that. I mean, I started playing boys hockey as well when I was four, and I played up until I was. 14 I think yeah um with the boys as well usually the only girl on their team too mm -hmm. um and it's great that she's on a team that um is as inviting as they are yeah um and and don't base base it on because she's a girl she can't play with us um yeah. so that's that's obviously a good positive thing too but no um like you just said she's a super you know good player and uh all she has to do is just focus on her and her game and just mm -hmm. keep doing what she's doing. And, and no matter what happens, if you get knocked down, get back up and go hit those boys. Yes, <laughs> like, exactly. You like you're, she's probably better than half of them anyways. Yeah, I think she is. I think <laughs> so, she's one of the better players on the team from the sounds, but she's exactly. Like so it's, it doesn't matter when, when you're that young and, and you know, you're having fun with it and you're, you're, you have a good team around you who boosts you up too. Um, especially when you're you're the only the only girl on the team. Yeah, um, yeah just just keep working hard. Mm -hmm. And even if I was always the small the smallest kid or one of the smallest kids on my teams, but at that point, then you just play bigger. You have a bigger heart, and you play so much stronger, and you mm -hmm. just have so much more energy. And you're like, I'm gonna beat these boys. Yes, that's amazing. Um, yeah. So yeah, she's she's gonna do awesome, and and that's so awesome that she's in boys hockey just makes her tougher too that's, that's awesome. right but yeah just keep going keep working hard keep believing in yourself that's that's the main thing and and she'll she'll do great yeah thanks leah and uh yeah so shout out to the mount uh, uh the mount pro blades 
Awesome. Yeah. Good luck with the rest of your season. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, you have a busy schedule uh, coming up with playoffs and are you planning? Yeah. What's your contract like? Are you what's what's next for you? What, what are the next couple of years look like? Um, yeah, I only signed a one year with the six. Mm-hmm. Um, so that will be obviously done by the end of the season. Um, obviously thought about uh, the next steps, but uh, haven't really gotten into that yet. So I'm um, not sure. Um, we'll see what happens, especially just, I don't know, with what Keras and, and all of them are doing. Um, I definitely liked and really enjoyed my time being back in North America. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think uh, we'll try and we'll try and stay on this side of, of the pond. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you couldn't have said it any um, better. Yeah. yeah. So we, uh, I wish you the best of luck. I really hope that, um, you know, things work out for you back home and you continue to play and your game continues to improve. Um, you seem to be performing at a really high level and, uh, yeah. So I, I wish you guys the best. I hope, I hope you can, uh, you can hoist a, hoist a championship and, and, uh, <laughs> city of Toronto. I mean, there could be two there this year. I know. Yeah. They just picked up O'Reilly too. Like yeah. it's, it's been, it's been fun to watch them. So I've been to a couple of games, definitely not a Leafs fan yet. My, my roommate hates it <laughs> Yeah, every time, every time the whoever the Leafs play, I'm always just cheering for the other team, but yeah. no, they're a fun team to walk it to watch. And it's a, it's a fun market to kind of be. There must into. be a pretty good buzz around the city, around the, around the Leafs right now. Oh yeah. I'm excited to, for, for playoffs and kind of just see how the city erupts here. So. That'll be a fun experience as well. Oh, I'm sure it will be. Um, Leah, I'm sure you remember we have a segment in the program called Overtime, where I'm going to ask you yeah. some one quick one-timer questions. Um, I believe I have all different questions from the last time, but if I repeat one, then, hey, what what can I do? All right, sounds good. All right, so uh, we'll be following Leah. Um, we'll leave a, a description or a link in our description on YouTube so you guys can follow her as well and keep an eye on your career. And uh, yeah, wish, <laughs> wishing you nothing but the best. All right. Thank so, you so much. All right. So here we go. Habs or Leafs? Habs. <laughs> L- Lemieux or Gretzky? Yes. Gretzky. Probert or Domi? Domi. Wah or Broder? Ooh, I'll go Broder. Mary Philippe Poulain or Alex Carpenter? MPP. <laughs> Claude Lemieux or Brad Marchand? Marchand. Iserman or Messier? Iserman. Bowman or Burns? Burns. Ron or Don? Oh, Ron. Ron for sure. Shootout or no shootout? Shootout. There you have it, folks. The great Lee alum. <laughs> Thank you so much for your time tonight. And uh, we'll be uh, we'll be following along uh, with your career. And we wish you nothing but the best. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me back on the podcast. We'll, uh, we'll have to do it another couple of years. This sounds good. We'll definitely make it happen. <laughs> that was Across the Pond. And that's a wrap. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to our amazing sponsors, the China Hockey Group, Wheel Hub Asia, AccessoryHouseGlobal.com, Yardley Brothers Beer, and of course, Sunset Studio. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Across the Pond HK. Email us, send in your comments and questions to the show at any time at Across the Pond HK 
at gmail.com.